it's time for the Dirtbag Sheets Brothers. <laughs> hey there, brothers. Welcome back to a special episode of the Dirtbag Sheets. Tonight we're going to talk about the Japanese side of the Women's Eliminator Tournament for AEW. And then I'm going to talk about a little something I've noticed in the AEW women's division. A little, you know, a little talk about the women's division in general. But first, going from memory, we had the first battle being between the magic girl Yuka Sakazaki and Mia uh, Saruga. And a uh, very good match. Uh, Mia Saruga, at one point, I thought she was going to submit Yuka Sakazaki. It was a terrifying ordeal to watch. Um, very fun, fast-paced match. Uh, they knew what they were doing. They uh, know that we love Yuka Sakazaki. She got, I think she was only on Dynamite one time, but she had a wonderful opening, you know, with the, you know, ah, yeah, 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 that shit. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was fun, and it was a great match. Very acrobatic. Um and this match was no different. Uh, at points, though, I thought Mia uh, Saruga, which I'm not familiar with, she's uh, she's cute. And uh, I see that she uh, wrestled with Eve at least one time against Jazz, which is interesting. Uh, you can see Jazz on Impact right now. A lot of weird, interesting connections going on in the wrestling world right now, which, uh, you know, as it should be. Um, but in the end, Yuka Sakazaki beat Mia Saruga with the... 450 Magical Girl Bomb, or the Magical 450 uh, off the top rope. It was <laughs> magical. And um, what a wonderful little bout. Then we had, of course, who was it? Who was it? I believe it was Venny versus um, uh, Emi uh, Sakura. Sakura? Emi Sakura. Goddamn. Uh, yeah. I like this a lot. Uh, Vinny was good. Um, they are very good, uh, very athletic. And uh, Emmy, you know, we like Emmy. She's been uh, she was on AEW a couple times. I think she was at All Out, and uh, she was on the TV a couple times in that early part of AEW when we were all younger and uh, the future was so bright. <laughs> Talking about that time in the Trump era and acting like the future was so bright. My God. It gets worse and worse every fucking year, brother. But, um, anyway. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, it, it looked like there was going to be an upset. It looked like uh, Vinny was going to win. Um, interestingly enough, I think she was in a tag team, or, or they were in a, sorry, I apologize. They were in a tag team with um, Yuka Sakazaki, which is interesting. Yuka Sakazaki is a tag team. Uh, I'm just going by AEW terminology and not making any judgments here. Love Yuka Sakazaki. If I'm remembering that correctly, Yuka Sakazaki is a tag team slot because she was also in a tag team with Mizuki, which really upset uh, Maki Ito, which we will talk about in a minute. Love Maki Ito. Respect Maki Ito. I actually bought a Maki Ito t-shirt today, motherfuckers. Who is the cutest in the world? It was way too expensive. It's going to be a formal t-shirt. You know, I'm going to take that out on, on dates or uh, to a movie or some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, getting back to this match. Uh, Emmy wins. Oh, I, I meant to say she's still doing... 
Uh, she came out dressed as a as a king. She's still doing the fucking Freddie Mercury gimmick, brother. What the fuck? <laughs> but hey, whatever. She seems to be a legend in Joshi. Joshi. Uh, she seems to be a uh, you know a a, a trainer of, of the stars. So uh, good for her. Glad to see her there. All right. At last, we get to the main event. As far as I'm concerned, Maki Ito, our dark queen, our depressed messiah, the god of piss and shit and love, against someone I didn't know, uh, Ryo uh, Mizunami, and. Um, Wonderful thing about this is, I mean, you're coming in for Maki Ito, and oh my god, I love Maki Ito so much. And I love so many spots in this where she uses her head, you know, and, um, by the way, another thing, my last episode, I kept referring to her fucking, uh, idol group that fired her as Lin Q. It's just, it's just Link. It's just a fucking stupid version of Link. I should have known that. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, who gives a fuck? They fired her. They said she was ugly. They can go to fucking hell. Take it, take it. Take this middle finger and shove it up your ass. Uh, but um, really good match. Uh, Ryo Miyaz uh, Miyazuma got in lots of uh, good um, character work. Two personality was in there. She she was she was um, you know she was working towards the camera. She was she was doing stuff like that. Obviously, so was Maki Ito. That's integral to her gimmick. I love this part where she gets hit by uh, Ryo and um, she she starts crying. And I was, oh my god, I'm so sad. Oh, Maki, you know, why? What have you done, Ryo? At one point, actually, too, she was chopping Maki. I was like, oh no, stop, you're killing her. Anyway, so she's crying. And uh, I'm getting emotional here, brother. I'm getting emotional. But then it turns out, of course, that she was faking. And she uses it as an opportunity to uh, fool uh, Ryo uh, Miyazuma. Miyazuma. <laughs> Mizumi, I think is her name. I'm, I'm sorry if I mispronounce or forget names. Um, and in the end, unfortunately, Maki Ito loses to Ryo. Uh, but it was a great match, uh, a great introduction to Maki Ito. She she got in her spots. She, uh, she came in singing. I, I love her theme song. I hope to see her in AEW in Jacksonville sometime this year. You know... We got to get over all this fucking shit by at least 2023, you know, uh, 2020, 2022, you know, I'm tired of this fucking shit. This country fucking sucks. But anyway, uh, great match. Loved it. Moving on to our last match. We had the grizzled veteran Aja Kong versus, um, yeah, I don't remember her name. I apologize. She's uh, she's the tag team champion at Marvelous. Uh, this was kind of a squash match. Um, the uh, the woman um, opposite Aja Kong, I can't remember her name. I apologize profusely, and I don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, she tried her best. She did some really good like drop kicks. You know, she tried to chop Aja Kong, but it was definitely meant to be kind of a squash. Um, Aja Kong's earned it. She's an all Japan um, legend. So uh, it was great. I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked, I mean, she was using, you know, Aja Kong's a big girl, big woman, I should say. No offense. Uh, she used her, her weight in fun ways on this uh, much smaller opponent. And it was that kind of match. And I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so we're done with the matches. I should mention that commentary was all Excalibur. I think that was a very solid idea. 
because Excalibur uh, is obviously a fan of Japanese wrestling and can really fill us in on certain things. And he was very good at filling us in on the backstory of um, uh, Maki Ito, as I went into on the last episode of the show. I really enjoyed that. He filled us in on some of the other characters, too, which I really appreciated. Um, now that Maki Ito has been shamefully eliminated, shameful, shameful, what have you done? Yeah. Anyway, now that she's been elim- eliminated and, uh, as if to, uh, you know, replay events in her own life already in her wrestling career, I think Yuka Sakazaki, the magical girl, should go all the way on the uh, Japanese side. That's just my opinion. I mean, we all know her. We all love her. We go, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> we all do the bullshit. We like her. Um, I hope she goes all the way. It would be great. But I, I had a whole lot of fun watching that live. I, I don't get to watch wrestling shows live much anymore. So, uh, really good time. I love Joshi wrestling. It is magic. Maki Ito was fucking, uh, you know, robbed. But that's that's... That's her lot in life. That is her character, you know. Moving on, I wanted to talk about the AEW women's division, and I just wanted to bring out there a couple ideas. We all know the women's division is is a work in progress at best most of the time. What I was going to say is uh, I think uh, Chris Statlander, we're starting to see her again in um, being the elite a lot more um, than we used to. I would like to um, see her come back as a heel. And that may seem crazy to you, and maybe it is crazy for her in particular, but I'm thinking about this, and aside from Nyla and Britt Baker, who are the heels? Now, but you could also say, and this is even more uh, valid in a way, that there are only like six major women stars in AEW. you got uh, Britt Baker, you've got maybe Nyla. We haven't seen Nyla on the main show in ages You've got Hikaru Shida, obviously our women's champion. The face is face. Love Hikaru Shida. Wish they had done more character-driven shit. Um, uh, who the fuck else? I said Rick Baker. I Hikaru Shida. Yeah, who, who else? I, I can't even think of it. I mean, like, Brandy, I guess, but she's gone now. So I know they're trying to build up, like... Uh, you know, Red Velvet, which I'm not against, don't get me wrong, but I, we just don't see her enough for me to be into that yet. And uh, Jade Cargill, is that her name? I think. I guess Jade Cargill is a is a, a heel, I maybe. I don't know. But Chris Statlander has a past with the company, and she was beloved by certain people. Now, I wasn't as into her at the time. But as time has passed, I do miss her as a one of those key components to the women's division, uh, you know, as it existed. The, the other one I miss very much is uh, Big Swole. I was never a huge fan of Big Swole either, but she's part of the women's division that we desperately need, and I have not seen her in a while. I assume all these people, well, aside from Chris Statlander, are on uh, Dark constantly, but I don't watch Dark, okay? And I don't know, man, if you want me to watch Dark, make it half an hour total and make sure that it is not tied in to anything that is going to appear on dynamite that is one of the reasons wcw failed i mean there's so many bigger ones but this is just one of a number 
they had way too much shoulder content that became consequential so that you would read about like a fucking one frame a minute, you know, uh, radio pay-per-view on AOL, you know, um, and it would have consequence to the greater story, but like, you know, 5,000 people watched that because five, you know, cause like 50,000 people had fucking internet at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it wasn't quite that little, but, if you have shoulder content that's consequential to the main show, people have to watch it to fully understand and, and enjoy the main show. And that becomes a problem. And it's not that I don't like all the shoulder content. I actually really enjoy it. It's just it's so long that I just don't watch it, you know? So maybe just have some kind of time standards, you know? What can we fit into a 15-minute block of time? You know, what can we fit into an hour total? You know, but um, anyway, that's kind of off track. I just think maybe we need a heel. We need more characters in the women's division. We need to bring back some people that seem to have disappeared. I'm assuming Big Swole is, is injured or has just been thrown into dark forever. It's one or the other. <clears throat> but um, we need more characters because I, I was thinking about this and I think Sala Monster kind of convinced me. I understand why some people would want Britt Baker to be the next women's champion. I understand that because she's a heel and we haven't had a women's heel champion since Nyla. And that was a big old fart that barely lasted at all, you know, and barely like defended. It was, uh, just terrible. But, um, <laughs> I understand that take it away from the face. And I would, I would contend that Hikaru Shida, despite the, you know, uh, poor booking is the face of faces in the women's division. If you know anything about her, you know, getting herself over on the internet, she's just, you know, she's just the girliest, like, nicest woman ever, you know. Uh, you know, I've talked about the thing that she's, she's got that, that show now, a talk show where she's in her bathtub. There's nothing sexual about it. It's just her being in her bathtub and being relaxed. That is just, like, so wholesome and crazy in this, uh, this, uh, time period, very, very conservative kind of Japanese, I think, but, um, anyway, uh, in, in a very strange way, mind you, you know, in an almost tintillating way, <laughs> but, um, anyway, off track again, uh, bonk on the head for that one, um, <laughs> we need more characters in the women's division, um, I don't really like Abaddon's work, but hey, you know what? At least she was a character, and they tried that for like a month, and you know what? It was something, and uh, I want more of that. I want whoever wins the uh, Japanese side of this uh, Eliminator tournament to uh, get video packages, to get promos, even if it has to be through a third party. I don't give a fuck, bro. Just do it, all right? So anyway, I love the show. It was great. I need to go watch ROH, um, and by the way, if you like Danhausen, his micro brawler is coming out tonight at 12 p.m. Uh, on ROH's website, and it will sell out. So, I mean, you know, the two of you that listen to this before 12, uh, check that out if you want. Love that Danhausen. But uh, thank you so much for listening to The Dirtbag Sheets. I will try to get back to you with a fuller review of this week's shows. I tend to do like every other week. I don't know why, just how it goes. And I like adding these little shows every now and then as well. Well, adios. See you later. Please enjoy wrestling. And of course, survive. <laughs>